Hi, podcast. It's Julie Story. This is the comedic podcast for Babes in Journey, except this one's not as funny. <laughs> That's because I'm spilling the tea, kind of giving you a life update a little bit. Y'all know it has been a time. It has been a time. I wish that every single one of these podcasts could just be like lulls like crazy, but oh, it's not. And, um, I just thank you for being here. So if you want the hot tea spilling on myself, you're going to get it right after this message from my sponsor. Hello. Welcome back. Hello. I'm so glad that you're here. (laughs) I don't know why I'm talking like that. I feel like it's been a hot minute since I've been here. Um, That's because some things things have gone down. And we are wrapping up 2019, and I feel like this – has been the chronicles of Julie's 2019. I did a little uh, Instagram story rant the other day. I don't. It was a rant or just like a diary. Either one doesn't matter. Where I just was kind of like, yeah. So 2019 has been a time. It really has been a time for me. And uh, I don't even know if I'm going to post this. Like I feel like I just maybe I just need to like be here in this space because you guys know I love my podcast so much. Like maybe I just need to sit here and be with my Yeti microphone and just do it. And then maybe I'll delete it. Who knows? But if you're listening to this, congratulations. You're getting let in on some stuff because I wish that I could come to my brand, my life on the interwebs and just always be a particular way, which is like comedic and jovial and all this stuff. But the INFJ in me is like, nah, girl, you, you have to do both. And I've, I've talked to you about this before. It's such a juxtaposing thing for me because I feel like, how do I do both? It makes me feel like I can't like be a niche. I can't just be like, here's this comedic podcast because then you get episodes like this where you're like, what is happening? I'm here for the lulls. Like, why are, why, why are we here? My eyes are already watering. Um, uh, yeah. Why are we here? That is the question I'm asking myself. Why are we here at the end of 2019? And I feel like I described it to Andre like this. It has been so much rain and so many waves and, um, a huge chapter of our life just like closed in a really great, amazing, profound way. But what it's felt like is like we've been stranded on a desert island, like being hit by tsunamis so often that we don't even know what life is like without them. And um, I, it feels like we got rescued and like we got taken off the island and then we're like sitting in an amazing room and we're like, okay, but when are we going to get hit again with the tsunami? Like that, that's where we are. And like I feel like it might be even – I don't want to say PTSD because there's so many people that like legit struggle with that. And that's like such a thing. It's PTSD-esque, like the mist of PTSD, like not actually PTSD, maybe a little bit, but um, yeah, just when you go through some stuff sometimes, and my therapist described it like this, like when you go through some like really, really challenging times, you actually um, don't realize how much it hurt until it was done. It's kind of like working out. Like you're like, all right, in the middle of the push up, like maybe it's uncomfortable with the next day or like leg day. The next day you're like, I cannot even get out of my bed. That's how stressed my muscles are. So I feel like I'm just like in that place. And it's like a really, um, it's, it's a good place. Cause it's like good and like processing, but like 
it is, it's a, it's a different place to create from. And like, it is, it is challenging to like run a business and also like have your life be going at the same time, the like huge life things. And I think sometimes it makes me feel really like insecure and intimidated because again, you know, there's just not a lot of creators that are like sharing all of it. They just share the fun stuff. And these are the moments I think I've had podcasts like this before where I'm like, I really wish I could just get on here and be like, ha ha, like, <laughs> hey, but like, that's just not where I am. I'm just not there today. And, um, I'm learning that that's okay. And like, I don't have to put on a song and dance all the time that like when I am really jovial and doing those things, it's very sincere. It's like coming from that like super just fun and goofy place, like an inside out where Riley's like goofy island. Um, but I have these other islands and I'm like, wow, I'm on a different island today. I would really like to be on the goofy island, but I'm not. And, you know, it gets challenging because like I, I love creating. I love being on social media. I love sharing my life with everyone. And then I get to these moments where it feels like I don't even feel like myself. How am I supposed to show up to other people if I can't even show up to me? And so as much as like I'm super ambitious and I'm like driven and like motivated and I just have always been this person that's just like, I will do it all and I will do it the best. And Andre always teases me because like it, it's legit a thing that I have to like come to grips that I will not be the best at everything. Like it's just like ingrained in me. And I think it started at a young age. I'm probably not going to be, see, I already say probably like I'm probably not going to be an Olympic skating champion because <laughs> I don't skate. Like I don't want to do that. I'm like, okay. So I've set that aside. Like I'm not going to be an Olympic skating champion, although there's still time. <laughs> so random. I don't know. Just how my brain works. Like, what I'm going to do, I'm going to do the best. So like when I create and like, I know about consistency and just like brand building all this stuff, like it's really challenging for me to like give myself permission and space to go, you know, in October, I need to just breathe a little bit, go take a shower. Like, cause I've been on an Island getting hit by tsunamis and you know what, it's going to be okay. And I think that's part of like, the journey of like being a creator and it's, it's, it's so, it's like, it's so challenging. It, it sounds ridiculous, but it's really challenging to slow the heck down and to take that time because for me, it feels like I'm wasting time or like somebody else is running ahead. And like, I literally have to like put up the blinders, like I'm a horse and like put on the little things around my eyes. Like I can't see anybody. I just have to like acknowledge and and be proud of my own journey. And that is really hard sometimes, especially when, you know, as an entrepreneur, you get used to like, you create, you innovate, you make income. But what if as an entrepreneur, you're creating and innovating in your home, because that's the season that you're in, or you're creating and innovating solutions to help your kids deal with big life things or big emotional things, or you're creative and innovating to, um, you know, make a better schedule for your family or, you know, whatever, whatever you're doing in the home front, but it doesn't produce out there and like nobody can see it. And so, you know, it's definitely been a journey of like getting used to identifying value with not, um, keeping up with the entrepreneur Joneses, if you will. And gosh, that's hard. It's hard because you just, you don't expect you to hit those seasons. Like you don't expect to like have moments in your momhood where you're like, 
I really have to slow down my boss babe and because mom babe needs to be, you know, running things right now. And like there's everybody's in different seasons. And um, I think it's challenging to kind of wrap, at least for me, like wrap my mind around, you know what, like my business didn't look like what it ever did in, you know, the past eight years of my business, like this past year looked very different, but I'm so proud of myself that priorities stay priorities. And, um, I did what I needed to do in a lot of different areas. And there were lots of times where it felt like survival. There was lots of times where it felt like so lonely. I think, um, I think coming to grips and this is part of just like the pain. I feel like all these feelings right now talking about this. I don't know. It feels so vulnerable. I think the pain of feeling, um, lonely in, in my journey has really started to creep up on me. And so I was talking about a little bit yesterday on my Instagram of just like, you know, I've shared here a lot of my story and, and very vaguely, um, what, yeah, some of the things that have been, you know, going on and there's all this different rain and the tsunamis I've been talking about, it's not in one area, it's in a lot of different areas. And so it's been really challenging because, um, I couldn't share for a, a lot of different reasons. Some of the reasons that I couldn't share is because it involved other people and other people's stories. And I felt like it's not, um, it's not fair. And I've told, said this before, it's not fair to share somebody else's story in that, in, in a context like this, even though their story impacted me in a profound negative way, it's not fair to share their stories in an open forum like this. Like I want to share my stories. And, um, so it felt really lonely because, you know, when you're impacted by somebody else's choices or a lot of different people, you, it feels like in some ways you're trapped in your own, um, experience and it's really hard. And like, I feel like I had like community envy sometimes because I saw so many different women this past year going through these hard things and excruciatingly hard things that just like rip your heart out and like, oh, so crazy. And I would envy the support that they had in all of the comments on Facebook and all of the, you know, different things that they were getting. And I just would, I just sat there remembering some of the worst days that I had this past year. And I was completely by myself. Like I, it's, it was so hard. Like, oh, getting emotional. Um, I was completely and totally alone, not necessarily by choice, but because of the situation that I was in. And, um, that was really hard. And I just want to say thank you so much for like listening to this podcast and watching the YouTubes and like hanging out with me on my stories because you guys made me feel less alone and um, knowing that I was sharing my story and like somebody other than me was going to listen to it just made me feel like, you know what, what, what I'm going through matters. And um, even though I can't share all the details, it matters and it, it hopefully gave you something, even if it's just a glimpse into someone else's world of like, Hey, listen, like we're all going through things. We all have random dishes on our counters. <laughs> we all have dirty counters sometimes. Pay no attention to that. Um, you know, we all have laundry piled up over there that we keep out of our Instagram screen. 
but we all are going through like these really deep hard things. And I think I've just realized there's such a soft spot in my heart for like loneliness and people going through things by themselves. And, um, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm showing up. And that's why I'm crying on podcasts and opening up my heart to, um, to you guys, my, my friends, um, in the interwebs. And it's extremely vulnerable to do this. I don't know if you've ever tried to do this before, but it's really vulnerable to do, especially when you share a podcast about your struggles with anxiety and you lose half of your listeners experience that it's not a fun thing. You just like really have to like put on your blinders and go, no, there's one person out there that this podcast matters to. Even if it's just for me because I like it and it's helping me. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of where, um, where I've been is just kind of realizing coming out of uh, taking a deep breath and, um, feeling what it's like to be dry and, it's just has amazing high moments. And then those moments where it's just like, um, you know, sometimes situations happen where your, your body almost like responds again to some of the hard things that you've had to go through. And like I said, it's in so many different areas that like, it just, I don't know, the last couple of years have been something else. I don't know. Uh, a mentor of mine said that, um, that I'm building capacity and I'm like, well, let me just tell you all the things I can handle now because Oh my gosh, that's just so much. It's funny because um, I actually made a really big mistake the other day. <sighs> just welcome to my life. Like, oops, I did it again. Because uh, I really did. I So um, I used to work in email marketing. I don't even know this, like my journey, my story. Way back in the day, eight years ago, I worked at this job that I hated doing email marketing. And I didn't hate it because of email marketing. I really hated it because the atmosphere there and like I was not treated great. And I started to believe that I was literally an idiot because everybody treated me that way. I don't even know why. Like I, I, I don't know, whatever. So that happened. And um, we're working in email marketing. So we're sending out these huge, um, these emails to these huge lists. And it was like, anxiety to the max because you're sending it out for somebody else. And thankfully they had kind of a go-between person that would like check the emails to make sure everything was good in there before it got sent out. Anyway, so um, I knew the anxiety of like sending out emails. And then I started my own email list. Some of you are on there and I'm just like, I'm so grateful that you're there too because you guys are all like my people. So I have this like email list and, and it's not just a list to me. Like it is it, it feels to me like these are the most amazing, supportive, encouraging people who have believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. So these are like my people. I'm like super protective of them. Like I want to make sure that I'm always on my A game for them and that I want to, you know, just give away the best content that I can. And so in the last couple of months, I realized that it, it's really hard for people to like build, um, email content because it takes so much time. So I thought, listen, I'm a copywriter. I've been a copywriter for five years now. Let me, let me write out some emails that <laughs> some, um, other creative babes can send out to their list because it takes so much time to like put this stuff together. So I'm like, what if I just created a template for them and whatever. So I've been doing that. And, um, so I made this beautiful, um, 
list of uh, list, not list. I mean, this beautiful um, sequence of emails that are created for hairstylists because hairstylists are so busy cutting the hair. They don't have time to sit down and write out like all these emails. So I'm like, Hey, listen, like I will make like a template for you. Then you can jump in there. You can really add your brand to it. Great. So I set up this sequence and accidentally sent this (laughs) first two emails. First one I sent to my list and my list is like, Oh my gosh, girl, are you a hairstylist now? And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. And the reason that I'm saying all this in capacity, in connection with capacity is I, before, if this had happened before 2019, if I had done this, I would have probably like thrown up. Like I probably would have just like been completely debilitated the whole day. Like I can't, I'm so embarrassed. I cannot believe that I did that. I sent out the wrong email to my whole list. Error, because I was moving over my list to a new ho- like hosting company. My fault. And I felt so bad. So I like wrote my list right away. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like this is, you know, this is what's happening, that kind of thing. And so I went and fixed the problem with the help of the new company. And um, my, you guys are so great. You just like wrote back and you're like, oh, you're so great, Julie. We just love you. Like we thought you're doing hair now because your hair is so great. And I was like, oh, you guys are amazing. So I fixed it. And I was like, wow, look at how much capacity that I have built. I did something that before 2019, I would have probably thrown up and cried. And now it happened and I just looked at it on my screen and I just was like, well, that happened. And I felt really embarrassed and I was like, I'm so embarrassed. I wrote them right away. So I fixed the problem. The next day, it sends out another email to the wrong people, my people. Sends out another one. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Apparently when I fixed the problem, like they told me to fix the problem, but didn't really fix the problem. Again, like I just was like, you know what? It had some great hair tips in there. It's fine. Like I just have gone through so much at this point, sending an email to the wrong people is, it's embarrassing as heck. And it was totally a mistake and I felt horrible for it. But at the end of the day, it's just an email and it's going to be okay. And my people are like, don't even worry about it. These hair tips were so great. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I was so grateful. And like one of my, one of my girls, Scarlett was actually the first one to like DM me. She's like, Hey, I got this email from you. Is this, are you doing this now? And I'm like, Oh my gosh, Scarlett, thank you so much. Scarlett, you're the best. I love you so much. Like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for like letting me know I made this huge mistake. Anyway, all that to say, I don't know what your 2019 has been like because mine, my speaking of hair, you guys, like I am 32 years old and my scalp, the first four inches, like if you were just going to see like a photo of the first four inches of my hair, you would wonder, am I 70 years old or am I 32? Like it is so white up there, like gray, white. And I'm just like, oh, I obviously need to go get my hair did again. But um, 2019 produced uh, some things in my life good, bad, and ugly. And I feel like it's coming to a close. Like this season came to a close and then 2019 is coming to a close. And I feel like it's just the time just like be reflective on, you know what? 
I thought 2017 was bad. <laughs> it wasn't. 2017 was like nothing. 2019 was the year. So in all that crazy debacle of everything, I decided that I am putting up Christmas decorations a good eight weeks early. Like, I don't even care. <laughs> I don't care if I'm the only one that has them. I'm like, 2019 has been so hard. I deserve hot chocolate every night, cookies every night, pizza every day, and my Christmas decorations are going to be up till at least mid-February. Like, it's been so hard. It doesn't even matter. And I think that that's like the silver lining of going through really difficult things is you just stop caring. Like, I don't know if you guys remember when my hair was blue and I felt like for a really long time I couldn't dye my hair blue because I didn't want other people to think certain things about me. And then that year happened that I dyed my hair blue. Some things went down that were like, oh, heck no. I was like, I have been through it dye my hair. It's just hair. And if somebody has loses their mind about it, that's fine. They can take their lost mind. I love you and bless your lost mind, but um, it's not coming to my house. <laughs> my blue hair is, but your lost mind is not coming to my house. I just had to get to a point where I'm like, life is just too short. Like, I, And I feel like it is the silver lining of going through like the stuff that I feel like I've gone through. I haven't met anybody else. Like I literally only know one person who has been through something even remotely similar to what I just went through and they are older and they have a slightly different situation than mine, but I only know one person. Like I don't know anybody else that has even touched the surface of this stuff. And it's just like, it makes me feel so like alone. And I feel like there is definitely like levels of suffering and levels of pain and everybody's pain matters. And it's also really hard to like be 32 years old and go look at my peers and go, holy crap, like I just have been through it, man. Like I hope none of you guys have to do anything like what? No tsunamis come to you. I just hope and bless your life with no tsunamis. And I just feel like the ultimate like, black sheep. Like I just don't fit the world of like my peers at all. And I feel, I feel so lonely. It feels like, man, like first of all, I was homeschooled. So like that already, <laughs> that already is like, okay, there's not very many of us. And then I started college when I was 14. I started college beginning of January. I was 14. End of January, I turned 15. So I'm 14 years old in college. So I don't fit in there. And then I got married super young and got pregnant right. I was pregnant at 19. There's not very many of us out there. And like the girls my age are like, oh, hashtag just got pregnant. I'm like, hashtag my daughter's in puberty. <laughs> oh, it's just... Oh, I just, I'm finding, I'm finding the gems. Like, I just feel like I will be the pathfinder for, for my peers. Like I will, I will let you know what it is like to have a 13 year old in this generation. Like I will, I will encourage you with delightful stories like this one where yesterday, um, or the other day I'm helping my son with his homework, which by the way, middle school homework, y'all that have toddlers that are like, Ooh, let's draw our hand and that's our homework. 
Last week, there was a day. I don't even remember it was last week. I don't even remember anymore. Six hours on homework. Six hours. So for all y'all that are like, oh my gosh, we have to color this thing or decorate the turkey with this outfit, please, please, middle school teachers, send home a turkey to decorate. Please, because this math is killing us. Andre and I are like, what the freaking crap is going on with this math? And it's like both of them, both of them. It's just like, so I spent six hours on homework. I generally spend two to four hours per night on homework. And when I say four hours, that's not the exception. That's like the norm. So I'm like sitting in this chair from four to like mm, seven, sometimes seven. It's like, oh my gosh. Anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, so I'm working on homework with my son and Andre and I decided, and you know this, that we split up the chores. Um, this is a marriage hack that you need to know that I didn't know until this year. Um, label the chores as somebody because we both were just like not doing a lot of things a lot because we're just tired <laughs> and the tsunamis were annoying. So we decided, you know what, Andre's going to do the dishes and I'm going to do the laundry and that's going to be our tour. And that's worked out really great for us. So this past week, Andre is laying on the couch after dinner is done. This man doesn't do this. He doesn't. So when I saw him, I was like, oh man, he must have had a really hard day with the kids that he's teaching, which by the way, more than half of them are special needs and they're all four. And it was Halloween week and daylight savings time. So I was just like, oh my gosh, my amazing husband is exhausted. So I, so I turned to my daughter and I was like, Hey, Laylee, can you help out Andre by unloading the dishwasher so that he can, you know, load it? And she was like, what, what, what did I do wrong? And I said, uh, nothing. It's just that you live here and Andre's tired because he's been working and like you haven't done chores in a really long time because your homework is extensive. So yeah, it's just, you know, you can help out. And she's like, well, wh why do I have to do it? Why do I have to unload the dishwasher? And I was like, what is this dramatic display of disputing the fact that you live here and the dishwasher needs to be unloaded? What is this? And I just looked at Andre and I was like, I can't. Her calluses from cleaning have way healed way too long. Apparently, we pause the chores on them too long because now they associate just doing a very basic helping as punishment. Like, no child, you're not punished. You just live in this house and we're all going to participate because you don't live in a hotel. <laughs> you live in a house where you all work together. I always tell them like, my kids want to live the hotel life. I get it. I would like to live the hotel life. I would like to come home and have everything put away and everything cleaned. And I'm just like, <laughs> pardon me. Can you please put in fresh towels in this shower stall area? Like, no, girl, that's not the life you live, though. Like, nobody here lives that life. We live the life of if you need a towel, walk your behind over to get yourself a towel and then walk it back in there. Okay. So that's what's been going on in my neck of the woods. I really appreciate the love and support and all the messages that I get. It really like means a lot to me. So cheers to 2020 and all of the much better stories there will be.
No more tsunamis. We just there's just no more. It's just gonna be rainbows and butterflies. On a side note, speaking of butterflies, I do feel like I have busted out the chrysalis. I was thinking about it today. I have waited. What what month is this? Eleven months. Eleven months I have waited to feel like, am I at the butterfly stage yet? Because I have just been goo. And I feel like I busted out the chrysalis, but I'm just sitting outside the chrysalis right now and my wings are drying and I'm just like, okay, we made it. I'm out, guys. I'm out. I just need, I just need a little, a little breather. I'm never going to fly the heck out of here. So thank you for being along in this journey, for being here as I've been figuring out myself because that's really what this has all been. So cheers to that. And cheers to more stories coming to a podcast YouTube channel near you. Until next time, farewell. Thank you for coming to my kitchen table today. You are welcome anytime. Okay? I'll talk to you soon. Bye!